and welcome to your RAF Mildenhall Protestant Parish Podcast. We pray that today's message inspires and encourages your heart. Get ready for a life-changing word from the Lord. Greetings, family. Happy Sunday. Yes, yes, it's good to see everyone. You could have been anywhere. You got a long weekend, but you chose to be here. I'm grateful uh, to see every one of your faces Um, Happy Fourth of July. Uh, Happy Independence Day. You know, the day that uh, we won't grow quietly into the night. And, you know, Will Smith decided to save us from. Never mind. I'm sorry. That may be past some of y'all. But happy Independence Day. And I want to actually jump into uh, that just a little bit on today, if you don't mind. Uh, Can we dive into the text? Is that all right? Can we just dive right on in? Uh, Let's jump to Romans chapter 16. You don't have to go too far. We're going to start at verse 1 and conclude at verse 2. All right. Romans chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. And the Bible says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon of the church at Centria, so that you may welcome her in the Lord as is fitting for the saints and help her in whatever she may require from you. For she has been a benefactor of many and of myself as well. All right, family. Uh, In full disclosure, uh, as we look into this text and we search for a title to put on this sermon, um, actually, this is going to be a sermon series. Y'all ready for this? This is actually going to be a sermon. Y'all shouldn't be surprised. I don't know how many series I've done already. Uh, and so this is going to be a sermon series. I've had this in the bag for a little while. Uh, Jamal, uh, pe- folks that have come to my office may have seen this on my board, especially early on. Um, so this has been in the, been in the bag a while, uh, but I want to pull it out, if you will, because I feel like it was appropriate uh, for our time together. Um, I must also admit that uh, after the last few series, I tried to stay away from uh, old school R&B and hip hop stuff, but uh, I had some encouragement. I got a uh, breakfast sandwiches that said Notorious P.I.G. on it, and it inspired me to go this route again. I felt like y'all could handle it, um, and so... Uh, we're going to go back the to the R&B hip-hop route a little bit. Y'all not going to pull my holy card, are you? Y'all not going to check my credentials or nothing. Uh, but we're going to go back with this title. I felt like it was uh, worthy of coming back to, uh, considering we're going to be looking at uh, getting some help from some legends. Y'all know who Jay-Z is. Y'all may not. Y'all super safe. Uh, but Jay-Z and... The illustrious Luther Vandross, and they they have something to say called "Excuse Me, Miss." Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me, Miss. Excuse me, Miss. And from this series, uh, the sermon title for today is "Excuse Me, Miss Independent." Excuse me, Miss Independent. And our sermon series, "Excuse Me, Miss." Let us go to God in prayer. 
Gracious God of heaven, we just ask that you allow your spirit to speak to your people now. Be with us, guide us, and uh, lead us throughout this moment. We thank you and we praise you, and we give these things to you. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. This series, uh, we'll be looking at the misses in our lives, okay? The misses, the misses. Now, when I say misses, I don't mean the unwed young single woman, okay? I don't mean the misses. I mean miss as in uh, a prefix to indicate something that has gone awry. A prefix that says that something is an error or improper. Miss, miss, mistake, miscommunication, misinterpret, right? Something to communicate confusion, inconsistency, uh, incongruency, and issues. Uh, something that is the literal antithesis of what we intend or desire. Today, the miss that we will be looking at is rather apropos uh, with the nomenclature that we will use today, Miss Independent. Miss Independent. Now, I know some of y'all scholars out there, y'all looking like, chap, Miss Independent is not a word. I can Google it right now. They may put Miss and Independent, but Miss Independent is not a word. Well, you know, I'm a preacher. We love to make up words. And here's one of them, okay? Miss Independent, all right? And, and, and for a working definition, if you don't mind, we will use Miss Independent. Remember, Miss being the prefix to describe something that has gone wrong, used improperly, or something that is an issue of incongruency. Uh, we will use this as our definition for Miss Independence. It is the overuse or overcorrection or overindulgence in independence, perverting it to a point of unhealthy use in unintended and improper purposes. I'm going to say it again. Misindependence, our working definition, is the overuse, the overcorrection or overindulgence in independence, perverting it to a point of unhealthy use in unintended and improper purposes. All right? Y'all got that? Say no. That's okay. There's recording this, okay? All right? I know that went fast. But we want to look at this idea of independence because it's been used a lot in our culture, right? You, I mean, I talked about hip-hop just a little bit. Uh, Y'all know there's a lot of songs out here talking about independence. Yeah. There's a lot of songs out here talking about independence. And the ideology has grown tremendously as much uh, as well. Uh, the idea of being independent has been worn as a badge of honor, bravery, and strength uh, to place someone in a place of self-sufficiency, uh, needing no one, and that they did it on their own, right? Uh, someone that has reached the level of independence where they don't have to share burdens. They can walk it off. Uh, there is no weakness. Uh, some of you may know this as simply just be a man, right? Man up. Uh, th there's been this place of independency that has allowed us to think that people are supposed to day in and day out do the impossible with almost nothing. Uh, th this place where we have seen that uh, she has to do it on her own and uh, you better do it, girl, okay? And especially without anybody's help, right? Uh, there's this level of independence where we don't seem to need or want anybody. I wonder 
if that's where we need to be. For a long time, uh, this ideology of independence has jumped into the minds of our people. And if there is a time that it's become uh, something that may be needed to be addressed, it is definitely now. Miss independence. And so here we see Romans chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. I want to point out some things in this, in this passage. It's just two verses, but there's a lot in there. So much so, we might come back to it. Okay? Now, verse 1. The writer Paul, y'all know Paul wrote this, right? The apostle Paul writes this as he concludes this letter. He writes, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon, a deacon of the church. Drop down to verse two, that you may welcome her and the Lord. Now, let's just stop there because there's a lot to pull out from this passage. There's a couple of things that misindependence may cause. It will cause us to do. And that's one thing. One thing it will cause us to do is to lie. Usually to lie to ourselves. It will. Let's talk about it. The first lie, let's, let's just name a couple because, you know, got to watch the time. I don't know when I started. Ooh. Uh, the first lie. The first lie. First lie of this kind of independence will tell us that it means I'm safe. It means I'm safe. What do you mean by that? Well, a lot of times when there's a level of independence where I don't need anybody or I don't want anybody, it's because something has happened to us. We've been let down, we've been betrayed, we've been disappointed, or there has been things thrust on us, whether unwanted burdens or responsibilities, and it's just better for me to just take care of myself and let you do what you do. I don't want to have to deal with the inconsistency of other folks. And so if I do it, then I'm safe. I don't have to worry about or depend on anybody else. That's the first lie. And then we see our independence kind of drift into this level of individualism. And then that kind of drifts into a level of isolation. And then to cope with that isolation, we find ourselves in a place of introvertedness. Well, I don't like people anyway. I want to share with you on today that that is not safety, but that's slavery, baby. That's slavery. A spirit driven by fear or even in some cases, anger or resentment. They hurt me. I know. They betrayed me. I know. But forfeiting your freedom for slavery and calling it safety is not where God wants you to be. Well, I can't depend on them, so I'm going to protect myself. Watch this. He writes this letter. Paul writes this letter to 
the church in Rome because they're going through something. They're going through some divides here. They're trying to figure out who's who, what to do, and what this Christian walk looks like, and who they can trust. And guess who Paul sends? Phoebe. To deliver this letter and to help them out. He sends her, but why? Get this. The Bible says, our sister. That's a big thing. She's a woman. Uh Uh-oh. She's a woman. In this context, that can be, in some ways, problematic. Because of how they may have viewed her. So she walks in, ready to help. But imagine... This group of people divided, trying to figure out, well, uh, is the Jewish way the way to go or uh, are the ways the Gentiles been doing it? How is this Christian walk supposed to be? And here she comes walking in. And in most cases, in this culture, her voice probably wasn't as validated as it should be. And they're looking at her like, hey, possibly, I don't know. He didn't say, but possibly we got enough voices in here. What makes you the authority on this? And so he writes in his letter, I need you to welcome her as fitting as saints of our Lord should do. But it's amazing how sometimes we can be scared of the very blessing God has sent us, sent our way. We can be looking at something and we have these prejudgments. And then what we've been praying for shows up and we're not ready to receive it. Because it has looked too closely to what I have been protecting myself from. I have already concluded and assumed that this is not for me. I need to do this on my own because people like that already know what they're about. And so there's no way that I can be anything that I'm trying to be, go where I'm trying to go with people like that dragging me down. And God says, no, that's exactly who I need you to be with. Yeah, I don't. Y'all realize who's writing this letter? Paul, also known as Saul. Y'all know what Saul did? He used to hunt down Christians. Go read Acts. And if it wasn't for Paul, we wouldn't have most of our New Testament right now. Imagine. If we were so scared, so independent, or should I say misindependent, that we're not able and willing to see the good and what, I, what people have to offer. 
You have to realize that the only way you're going to see change is if you give people a chance. And what if people didn't give Paul a chance? Where would the church be right now? But Miss Independence says, I'm safe. If I can be independent, I don't depend on anybody. I don't need anyone. If I can just hold it in, suck it up and push through, I'm good. That's slavery. That is bondage. And I would argue that God doesn't want that for you. I get it that you want to protect yourself. And, and hear me. I'm not saying that you should just allow anybody and everybody to get access. Hear me. I, I'm not saying that. You should have a standard. There should be an expectation. Always. Okay? And you also have to judge yourself. We talked about this in the airman's ministry last week. You also have to judge yourself and say, listen, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this yet. And if that's the case, okay, work on it. Build yourself up and get there. I remember, grow I remember growing up on the football team, I grew up with some country boys. Okay? And we used to go to the weight room on the football team. And I used to see these country boys looking like grown men lifting 200 pounds and everything. And I wanted to do it too. But guess what? I wasn't ready. There was nothing about me jumping on that 200-pound bar trying to bench press that thing off my chest. No. Even as a grown man, I have to know my limits. That's not my ministry. It's not. And so you have to, granted, you have to understand where your capacity is, where you're ready to go. But you have to be careful about whether you are putting up those bars to protect you or has those bars of protection become a prison? Because sometimes we get so comfortable behind those protection bars and we're supposed to be working on ourselves to get better and stronger. And then we lived our whole life behind those things and realized we've been living in a cage all our lives. I can't allow them in there. I'm not ready for that yet. I can't go this way. I can't do that yet. Safety. That's the first lie of misindependence. Here's the second one. The Bible says, going back to Romans chapter 16, verse 1, the Bible says that uh, Paul commends uh, our sister Phoebe. Watch this, a deacon. Y'all know what deacon means? A servant. Someone that is to serve. Servant of the church, a deacon of the church. Let's drop down to verse two. He says, she is, for she has been a benefactor of many and even myself as well. Here's the second lie. I'm meant to be strong all by myself. Protection, safety, and then strength. There's this idea that when I'm being independent, that I'm not going to need to lean on my brothers and sisters in Christ. 
that I can do this thing all by myself. And sometimes that may, once again, the spirit of fear comes in or the spirit of hurt comes in. Hey, y'all heard the saying, I can do bad all by myself. Because I let folks in and they messed it up. And that was the last time. Look, I, if I'm a fail, I'm a fail on my own. But sometimes God will send people your way to help you out exactly where you're struggling in. And if you're not open to accept that, you'll miss out on a blessing. Miss out on a blessing. It's unfortunate how sometimes we can be so worried about bracing for someone's betrayal that we block ourselves from our own blessings. It's amazing how we can be so turned off from the idea that somebody may be trying to actually be there and support us that we can't see nothing but issues. I remember, I walk, I'm not going to say what squadron. I walked into one squadron. Uh, we do uh, pancake breakfasts with, uh, with the squadrons around here. I remember we walked in. Actually, this has happened a couple of times. We walked to the squadron, and they're like, what y'all doing over there, chap? I was like, we, uh, we cooking pancakes. And they're like, all right, how much it costs? It's free. It's like, you sure? Yeah, it's free. It's free to everybody. You just show up, eat some pancakes. And that's a lighthearted joke to show that sometimes we can be skeptical about what somebody has to offer. Why are you helping us? Why are you here? What you get out of this? And God's just sending somebody your way to bless you. You've been praying for it. I don't know how many times I've seen people that are in this strong state, crumbling under the weight and the pressure, but they got to keep going. They have to keep going. And under that weight, they get tired. They get tired. And they silently get hungry. Have y'all been tired and hungry? That's a horrible combination. There's some folks in my family right now that if tired and hungry get together, there's no coming back. Just wrap that day up, try again tomorrow. I let it get too far. But sometimes we are tired and hungry under the weight. And, and what I mean by that, not tired as in sleepy, but tired as in weary, exhausted. I've been pushing through for so long, and I don't know where or when this is going to end. Hungry for some help. Who's going to help me get through this? But silently, I have to be strong. Put the S on my chest and keep on moving. Because that's what strong, independent people do. Miss independence. And a lot of times, when tired and hungry strike, when tired and hunger strikes, you become impaired. The choices you make are under the influence. They're not as clear as you want them to be. 
and your attitude shifts. Yeah, that's that's facts. That's facts, chap. Yes, I know. They made commercials out of it. Y'all seen Snickers? Hungry? Why wait? Yeah. Because your attitude, you change. When that get, it's one thing when you're fasting on purpose. It's another thing when you go hungry and you didn't plan to. That's a whole nother thing. And when life throws things at you and you have to endure this thing and you wasn't planning on it, oh, that can be heavy. But you have to be independent, strong. I want to tell you that's misindependence. Misindependence. We don't want to be driven by any spirit but God's spirit. We don't want to be driven by anything, fear, hurt, uh, betrayal, anything like that. And a lot of times the, the misindependence comes because of that overcorrection. They hurt me, so I'm going this way. I can't depend on them to do this, so I'm going to do it myself. The only way it's going to get done if I do it. And we're not willing to lean in on the blessings that God sends our way. Look around. There's people here. And I, I know I've talked to most everybody. I see some very familiar, friendly faces. And they will give you the shirt off their back. But how many times are we willing to say, you know what? I need some help. A lot of times... We're not. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to beg for any handouts. I got to say, no, I put you in that community for a reason. That's what they are there for. And trust me, you have things to offer too, and somebody's going to need what you have to offer. Just like Phoebe. Phoebe walks in as a woman of honor. I think she's the perfect example of what healthy independence looks like. Phoebe comes in as a woman of honor and a woman ready to serve. She's a woman of bravery and strength. I already told you how they looked at women in that time. And she's going to places that she knows she could possibly be dismissed, traveling long routes and ways to stand there and be bold and proclaim and say, this is what needs to happen. Independence. Now that's misindependence. Miss as in young lady. Standing bold with grace and with faith to do what God has called her to do. Paul commissions her and she stands to be questioned, challenged, and even threatened. And she does what she is called to do. She risks it all for God, for the church for the folks that may not even want her to be there. And ultimately, for us. Y'all realize, without Phoebe, this letter may not be where it is. In our canon of scripture. She has done something that was informative and transformative with this delivering of the epistle. That talks about the gospel and Christian values. That is true, healthy independence. This woman, Phoebe, is awesome. 
And I would argue that we are to live like Phoebe. If you have had independence thrust on you because of fear, hurts, or just life circumstances, you're not alone. But Phoebe is a good example about how to push through. She shows that to be a true Mr. or Miss Independent, you are to make sure that your safety and refuge is in Christ. That your efforts of strength and endurance are not just because you need to push through on your own, but in the fulfilling of the purpose that God has put in your life. True independence is not being indifferent of others, isolation from others, or uninvolvement or uninterestedness in others. But instead, true independence is doing what is right and doing what needs to be done. Serving, sacrificing, and even sometimes suffering for the cause of Christ. And ultimately living your purpose and being the hero or heroine that this world needs you to be. God has put you and everyone else in this room, in this place, in this season for a reason. You may need to lean, and sometimes somebody needs to lean on you. That's what it's about. The old adage, and we should all know this, sometimes the, the old adage people say freedom isn't free, that's because people got to work, they behind all for it. They are sacrificing for it, and there's no reason why we shouldn't have to do that for the cause of Christ. So we need independent people, yes. We need them to stand tall, but we also need them to stand and bring us together to create a community of unity that we all can depend on. As I close, I want us to understand that independence, true independence is healthy. If it has reached a space of unhealthiness, we have gone too far. That's all I have for you, family. Uh, I pray that God blesses you and that uh, God's word be with you and, and keeps you as you look to celebrate your Independence Day. All right. pray that you are inspired and encouraged today. Join us next week for another life-changing experience.